Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning. It is 7.15, 15 minutes after 7 o'clock. And Michael, I was just thinking, as Father's Day comes up here, would the Velvet Hammers children be corduroy pliers and wrenches or what? I don't know what you're talking about, but I know the studio crowd doesn't care about that. All they know is they're happy that Gene is here. So good morning, Gene Valentino. If I don't have my fighting dose of you guys at my side, my week's not complete. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we're glad to have you, and we have you over. Actually, we're doing this over Zoom, which is interesting because usually we have you on the phone, but we had a little lightning strike last week that uh, that kind of messed up the circuit there, and so we can't use our phone right now. we got some equipment on the way, but this is a great alternative, and you sound pretty good. Well, thank you. It's all Kamala Harris is doing. She's just been appointed head of the um, Internet. Um, she's now some sort of Internet czar. She failed on the southern border efforts, so now she's taking on the Internet. Let's see how much she does to help you out here. Well, she should call Al Gore, who in invented it, and, and they can get together and do some great things, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you know, funny you mention that. I was reading something earlier. So today is about... 50 years ago, the break-in to the Watergate Hotel, uh, five burglars were charged with an illegal activity tied to political wrongdoing, uh, layers down underneath the Nixon administration. It ultimately ended in uh, Richard Nixon uh, see, uh, uh, being threatened with criminal prosecution and resigning from office for 14 minutes of... Um, blank tape in the recordings in the White House. And here we are with 250 of 300 pages that Anthony Fauci refuses to reveal for the um, investigation underway with um, his agency's involvement with the Wuhan uh, virus and funding um, uh, the funding uh, uh, different kinds of uh, viral uh, research that that might have taken down the human the human condition worldwide as we know it today and he gets away with murder literally it, it's pretty incredible what goes on in, in Washington DC you know I learned something yesterday I didn't know between uh, dr. Fauci and his wife they make over eight hundred thousand dollars a year in of course taxpayer funded salaries uh, and this guy is, of course, 80 years old now, and he is the highest paid, uh, what would you call, bureaucrat in the United States government. He makes more money than the president of the United States. Should that really yeah. be something that we see, somebody that works for the government this long and has this much power and makes that much money, and the average age of a doctor retirement, well, he's about uh, 15 years over that. Yeah, and Michael, there's a... The real change in government is not necessarily with the presidency, but with these four to seven layers of bureaucracy underneath these uh, department heads that need to be flushed out. They've created their own little kingdoms over the decades, and now we're seeing the results of that. Criminal wrongdoing swept under the rug by Anthony Fauci, 
thinking he's going to be able to get away with get away with it should disgust most of us. Um, but I I've come up with a term that I've read off the internet called let me see if I can pronounce it correctly eodaemonism eodaemonism it's something it's a system of ethics uh, that bases moral value on the likelihood of actions producing happiness so doing things in my lifestyle this weekend that produce happiness that make my life happier is where I'm going to start thinking about more and more. I We've got plenty to whine about every Friday morning, and we've certainly done that. But I'm going to make a concerted effort at saying how happy and proud I am. I'm thinking about uh, the positiveness of where this nation's going, maybe having you over for a steak dinner here out, on the hang- out in the hangar overlooking the bay, and just puffing a cigar, pretending we're important, and taking inventory of all that is good in our lives that we should be proud of. Yeah, you know, that's a good idea, and I'm uh, I'm ready to do that whenever you are, because uh, I'm always up for a good cigar and a nice view. <laughs> well, it's going to happen sooner than you think. We just got a few illnesses here at the home front here that I want cleared out before I invite you over. How's that for yeah, an answer? That's, that's perfect. Uh, it's also pretty hot, you know. The best time to sit out on the veranda uh, uh, in Pensacola is probably in October. <laughs> oh, absolutely. A, 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 this is, you know, up north there was always uh, six to eight weeks in the middle of the winter which were absolutely unbearable. But down in the Gulf Coast with this humidity, uh, there's six to eight weeks of unbearable heat, that sultry yeah. Uh, heavy, heavy layer of humidity that, regardless of what the temperature is, that just overwhelms us. And so both extremes are are pretty tough. But once you're through those extremes, boy, the rest of the year is beautiful. Yeah, it is. And we have we have actually beautiful winters, and that's why so many people we we call them snowbirds uh, around here that come to play golf and hang out uh, in, in the wintertime to get away from that horrible. Uh, cold winter that they they are experiencing where they're from. Yeah, well, I finally realized because of all this economic hardship, these CEOs are now playing miniature golf instead of uh, the full 18 <laughs> holes that they wanted. Indoor miniature golf, wherever they're from. Indoor miniature golf, yeah. <laughs> hey, did you hear ExxonMobil laid off 25 congressmen? Oh, that's that's good news. No. <laughs> And then my Angelina Jolie just adopted a child from America. So uh, we see a lot of interesting uh, uh, interesting changes. Even yeah. over in Beverly Hills, you've got uh, parents of these Beverly Hills folks. They fired their nannies, and now they got to learn who their children's names are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're just full of them this morning. Well, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, you, you talk about, uh, we can talk about the sad part of this, uh, uh, condition we're in, or we can put a, a positive giggle on it. How about the McDonald's, um, quarter pounder is now a quarter ouncer. Yeah, there, there you go. And probably better for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what they change it. Change it to some sort of vegan menu, uh, made a, uh, disguised as meat. Yeah. Well, you know, some of these vegan burgers, you know, 
I guess they're okay, but I mean, why? Just I guess the question is why, because, you know, when we look around and see who's pushing these kind of things, who is it? It's people like Bill Gates who wants to do away with, uh, they want to do away with your cows. They, you know, I have cows out at my farm and, uh, you know, I don't want to do away with my cows. You know what? The cows saved me a lot of money. You want to know how? Uh, uh, acid indigestion? I don't know. No, no. Seriously, they saved me a lot of money because they eat grass. And guess what grows a lot this time of year? Oh, yeah. So I don't have to cut yeah. grass, and I save a lot of diesel. And at this point in, in time, when, when you've got diesel, at, even off-road diesel, $5 a gallon, uh, you know, it can save you a ton of money having cows. Well, speaking of the mileage, my words, I called up my uh, local dealer the, um, to get a to get a, a blue book price on my car. He said, "Is that with the gas in the tank or without?" <laughs> that's one of that's one of the ads now. Yeah, that, yeah that's I mean, you got to readjust the price of the sale of the car whether you got gas in it or not. I told yeah. him it was a. I told him it was a Tesla. He doubled the price. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Tesla. You know, I, I I had a story earlier. I don't know if you were listening earlier, but we were talking about the European Union may make lithium a uh, toxic substance. You know, according to their list of things, which will make it harder to get and harder to transport into uh, into the European Union, which would cause the price of batteries to go sky high so it's interesting and, and this, ago, yeah 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 20 years ago uh i was concerned about giving the supply chain network away to china and other foreign adversaries saudi arabia on the oil uh venezuela on the oil china on everything we've subbed out to china has put us in one hell of a predicament I think the real economic reset for this nation will be uh, the key to the success of this nation. Politics gets their act together and gets their and these politicians get their hands out of the cookie jar. The real success will be in bringing the supply the suppliers in the supply chain network back into the United States. So that lithium battery you just mentioned, uh, or or an alternative. Uh, if if we're having trouble finding lithium uh, from other than China and Russia, uh, th that that production needs to come back into the United States to fortify and protect the not only the economy but the all everything else in the supply chain network. Uh, we've got some economic heart heartburn ahead of us uh, in, through the summer, uh, but we're not su uh, solving the supply chain network. Uh, for years from now. So we've got to jump on that right away. In fact, government, the elected official, needs to create financial incentives, not for people to stay home and not work, but for businesses to hire people back uh, and for those businesses to be motivated to find alternatives to lithium, for example. And um, that's, I think, how we're going to be able to protect the, the, the future of our economy and um, put some trust and balance back into the um, into the mores of our elected officials. There's a few things out there that you need to to make your country safe and to make your country to where that you can defend it. One is 
food, and the other is energy. And you could add medicine to that as well. All three of those things are at risk right now because of the policies of the Biden administration. Yeah, what, what, and, and you hit the nail on the head, Michael. I'm trying to determine who in the Biden administration is doing anything uh, on research, development, and outreach. Uh, you had Kamala Harris down on the border thinking she was going to go down further to Nicaragua, Guatemala, Honduras, and study the root causes of this cavalcade knocking over our border wall and illegally entering our nation. But what is a root cause? Let me put it to you this way. Do I really care what the root cause is? Uh, my, my concern is protecting America, not some sort of dysfunction in Honduras. How's that for apples? Yeah, I like that. Well, you know, if you look at your energy, I mean, of course, we should be drilling for our own oil. We should be able to be dependent on, the, on our own oil. But one of the things that goes on that, that really creates a problem for food is the way that we put ethanol in gasoline. What is ethanol? Ethanol, well, that's corn squeezins. I mean, it's yeah. corn. It yeah. makes the price of everything. Yeah, it does more. something good for the engine, no doubt. But the cost of putting that in into the engine has its own consequences. You know, let me be clear. I am not against creative changes in technology and the genesis toward uh, alternative fossil alternative energies other than fossil fuels. The battery operated car, fine, but the way they have dumped it on us literally overnight by jamming five to six dollars a gallon prices up our butts and then turning around and expecting us to buy an electric car. Well, go ask Elon Musk how soon he can deliver an electric car to you anyway. That'd be it's, it's imp it, it, Go ask the local car dealer who's probably advertising on your radio station how soon how empty his car lot is how soon will he refill that car lot uh with inventory well just order online or order from the catalog at his desk and come on back in three months to see if the the vehicles arrived means there's nothing to look at in the in the car lot it changes yeah. the whole concept in that industry alone of of the way they uh finance uh, car inventories uh, uh, on dealership lots in the first place. That's just one small little factor in the ripple effect of an economy from this chaos they've caused. Yeah, a lot of chaos. Gene Valentino, you can go to GeneValentino.com and check Gene out for yourself. Gene, thanks for joining us. Michael, always a pleasure. Good to hear from you. All right, we're done. Thank you, Gene. We'll talk to you next week. Best of you.